You are now listening to Stoppage Time with Jordan Nickel, a soccer edition of the ATM at the Minute podcast. Jordan and I will be breaking down match day two of the English Premier League. Listen up for analysis of each game from the weekend. Then we will run through the top six in the bottom three of the table and wrap it up with a little bit of news. Stay tuned next week for Weekend 3. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Stoppage Time with Jordan Nickel. Jordan, how are we doing? Are you ready for week two? Yes, I am, sir. How are you doing? I am doing great. It was another exciting weekend of action in the English Premier League, and we're here to break it down for you. Let's get it started. Yeah, well, first of all, no nil nils uh, during week two, which is always nice to see. Um, Arsenal were the first game on TV. They beat Burnley 2-1. My boys Lacazette and Aubameyang scored both goals. And Ashley Barnes, his third goal of the season, um, getting on the score sheet there too. Um, Danny Ceballos, two assists, man of match performance. Very, very happy with him. A reincarnated Santiago Cazorla. Oh, I love that. He's been impressive in the preseason and from what I've seen so far. That's looking like a good signing. Yeah, man. Well, we have him for the for the season. Remember, he's doing work experience at Arsenal, unfortunately. He's got no option to buy at the end of his loan period. But Santiago Cazorla, Cesc Fabregas, we do like a Spanish midfield maestro, don't we, Arsenal? We do. Uh, let me uh, throw in one thing in there. He looked pretty jubilant after that assist on one of those goals. He, he was pretty uh, pretty wide-smiled, and I was like, oh, maybe he will want to come back here. You never know. That was, I mean, at the end of the game, he, he was uh, time-wasting a little bit and was kind of grinning to the other Arsenal players whilst he was doing it, and I thought that was just fucking legendary. I love him already. <laughs> That's pretty great. I, I'm impressed with Aubameyang. He looks like a spider monkey running across the field. Nice goal coming onto his right foot. And Lacazette, man, he's just going to keep adding in goals all season, it looks like. I hope so. Um, we need those two guys to play well this season if we want to break back into the into the top four and those Champions League spots. So we need those two to drive the way. Man, I think it's going to happen this year. Yeah, really I do. mean, no more Laurent Koscielny, so David Luiz is going to have to step up. But I'm, I'm confident. I'm excited. I haven't been this excited, nor confident in a while. <laughs> no, it looks like a rejuvenated Arsenal side. Sure, sure. All right, moving on to the second game. Southampton won. Liverpool too. Liverpool with a second victory. Funny we lit off with these two. Liverpool and Arsenal are atop the table on six points, two weeks, two Ws. We got Danny Ings on the score sheet for Southampton. 
Sadio Mane with the first goal for Liverpool and Robert Firmino finishing it off. Sadio Mane is absolutely world-class, man. He's one of my favorite players to watch. What did you think about this game? Honestly, I thought Southampton um, played better in that first half, but they didn't take any chances. And if the Premier League is going to teach you anything, it's that you have to take your chances if you want to beat these top six teams. Um, Adrian got caught in the first half and um, Southampton didn't take advantage of it, but they did in that second half. And I'm sure a lot of those Liverpool fans kind of had a, a brief flashback slash nightmare of that Champions League final when Carius yeah. unfortunately passed it into the, the route of Benzema. But Salah was quiet, I thought, and Southampton is struggling. No points after two weeks, and Liverpool's cruising right along despite that howler from Adrian. Yeah, I mean, big well, top teams, they managed to scrap out those wins, and Liverpool have been doing that in the last couple of seasons or so. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, anything, anything else to add to that game? No, that's all I got. Okay, well, Brighton was next on the, on the weekend, playing against West Ham. Leandro Tossard scored um, for Brighton and Javier Hernandez, ex-Manchester United player, scoring Chica. for West Ham. Chicalito. <laughs> well, Tossard had a... That's Brian yeah. Hernandez's cousin, if you didn't know. You're kidding me. Yeah, they're both from Guadalajara. <laughs> Brian, you got to talk to him. He needs to score some more goals, though. <laughs> Well, yeah, Tossard, he scored a, a really, really nice volley in that first half, but it was disallowed from a VAR offside in a build-up play. And Brighton did dominate that first half until Hernandez took his goal well. But West Ham's defence letting them down again. It was a pretty boring game. I, I watched that one. Um, but not too much going on in that part of England. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Everton won. Watford nil. I like to see Everton chalking up three points. Bernard on the score sheet, the diminutive Brazilian, five foot five with a great goal, great strike. What did you think about this one? Again, one nil, a pretty boring game. Everton showing that they can get those scrappy wins, which is what it takes to to get up in that table, um, Watford struggling. Watford are not having a good season so far. Um, bottom of the table, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, I mean, apart from that, apart from that, not, not much to report for, to you. Yeah, uh, minus four goal differential in two games. They're a side we thought would float around mid-table, probably be in the top half, and not looking good so far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Norwich, Newcastle were the next game. Norwich scoring three goals, Newcastle scoring one goal. So, we've spoken about him a little bit. Would you like to do the honours? Wow, this guy is my favourite player in the EPL. What a fucking legend, dude. He is a legend. (laughs) The silver legend. I think I'm going to have to get a jersey. Timu Puki, the Finn, 29-year-old, <laughs> coming off 36 goals in the championship, scores the hat-trick for Norwich. 
and it not was just, not just not just any yeah exactly not just any hat trick but the perfect hat trick volley yeah near post with his right foot and then that okay. was one hell of a kick that's going to be one of the top goals of the season i think to top it off with a left foot shot across the keeper for his perfect hat trick i i think yeah i want a jersey i'm pulling in my fantasy team for this weekend let's fucking go <laughs> yeah norwich with the w they're sitting at 11th on three points couldn't pull it off last week but Pookie is tied with the most goals in the league with Raheem Sterling. Four goals through two weeks, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, one of my my friends from back home, I have no idea why, but he's an absolute genius. He captained Pookie this weekend. And in fantasy soccer, if you captain your player, they get double points. So he got him a fuck ton of points, and I was incredibly jealous. That is awesome. I did not know that's how it works. Yeah, captains get you double points. So just down the line, if you want a, want a good result, you captain the Harry Kanes, the Obama Yangs, the Raheem Sterlings. But every once in a while, Timu Puki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Puki put him away. The Englishman, John Joe Shelby, Voldemort lookalike with the consolation goal. Two straight losses for Newcastle. They are at the bottom of the table as well. Moving on, Aston Villa won, newly promoted side. They did not have the same luck that Norwich does. And Bournemouth, too, going down to Bournemouth here. What did you think about this one? Well, Bournemouth were 2-0 up within the first 12 minutes. And Aston Villa, I mean, you, you've, you can't allow that in the Premier League. Maybe in a championship when you can come back and score three goals in the next half. But when you're playing Premier League teams, you cannot concede early. And they did that twice. Um, although, admittedly, one of the goals was a deflection and hit hit one of the posts. Can kind of be lucky, but still, you know. And you a penalty. Yeah, you, ca- you, can't, you can't make those mistakes. And that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. Douglas Louise, um, an absolutely great strike. Um, that was out- magnificent. Yeah, outside of the box. Um, so did you know that he was a Manchester City player, a youngster, um, but he could not come to the UK on work permit problems. So they would loan him out twice to second-tier Spanish team Giona, I think, and um, finally got his work permit, but it was for Aston Villa rather than Manchester City. Well, now's his time to shine, and he got on the score sheet. Exactly. Villa, two losses and two, though. Jack Grealish's uh, record of losing in the EPL is just getting longer and longer. What is that? When, well, he hasn't won a Premier League game, I think, now in 20 games. His oh last my. 20 games that he's played for, he's played for Aston Villa, has not won a single game. <laughs> I had no idea about that. That is absolutely tragic. Would not want to have that record sitting on my profile. No. I don't think it'll be too much longer before he gets one, though. Yeah. (laughs) So Manchester City was next. They played Tottenham. Spurs 2-2. That's for the weekend. Pretty pretty even game, I thought. Um, Sterling Mm -hmm. scoring on that. Again, he's an absolute fire right now. Another goal for Aguero. Um, they're just 
those those forwards are just racking up the goals. De Bruyne within the midfield, assist king. He is playing out of his ass as well. And player of the year was, two years ago. Yeah, Correct. I would be very very happy if I was a Tottenham fan. Um, with that two two draw, Lameda Eric Lameda getting on the score sheet and Lucas Moura. A header. Did you see it? He's five, like five foot six. I managed know. to tower yeah. above everybody. Tower above everybody in Manchester City's box and score a header. But good point for Spurs. Mm-hmm, I agree. Um, shout out to VAR for stealing points away from Manchester City again. VAR is going to be the only thing stopping Manchester City winning this league, in my opinion. <laughs> I did I tweet that? I think I might have. <laughs> yeah, it might. I'm dude, it's crazy. Somebody like, they, did. They literally they literally are unstoppable. They're un- they are. unstoppable. I will play with them every time in FIFA twenty and I will win every game. Especially with De Bruyne back. Wow, he can do it all. Yeah. De Bruyne playing well, Sterling, Aguero, Bernardo Silva. Yeah. It's it's a good time to be a City fan. Mm-hmm. I, I said bet the house on Man City to win that game. VAR stole that one from me. I'm acknowledging I was wrong. Spurs was very great. Moving on, Sheffield United, my Leicester City long shot with the victory, 1-0 over Crystal Palace. You got anything? To be completely honest with you, uh, no. It was boring as fuck. Um, Sheffield United, fine, they've got a win, newly promoted, and that's all I've got for you. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's all I've got for you. Crystal Palace, just, again, not playing well. All right, so, moving on. Yep, so with that, Chelsea, your your team. Mason Mount on the score sheet. You mentioned him last week. Mm-hmm. How did you How did you feel about that? His goal. Good to see the 20-year-old get on the score sheet. Um, Wilfred Ndidi made a bad mistake. Good to see yeah. Mount with some tenacity, not giving up on the play. Took his chance and made it count. So it's exciting to see a 20-year-old score. He seemed like he was alone to Vitesse in the Dutch league for season after season. It's kind of fun to see these youngsters get a chance. I haven't been as optimistic as Frank Lampard has, but very exciting to see. Yeah, Lampard's still waiting for his home debut win, but Leicester put on a really good performance, and Wilfred and Didi made up for that mistake and managed to get the equaliser. Mm-hmm. No, I I think Leicester is actually somewhat of a strong side, and I'm not I'm not sold on this Chelsea defense. We mentioned Zuma struggles last week. It just seems like there's a little bit of a lack in communication between him, Andreas Christensen, the Dane, and the left-back, Emerson. And then Chelsea fans are absolutely ripping apart Cesar Azpilicueta, a.k.a. Dave. He's had had quite a dip in form. The Chelsea defense is really the thing holding them back right now, and it's going to have to get better if they're going to make the Champions League again this year. Right, exactly. Exactly, and I have I have them um, making the Champions League. I think in my top six predictions. So, Frank, sort out your bloody team, please. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I put my own squad in sixth place. Um, it's looking pretty good right now, but we should Ooh. mention Antonio Rudiger and Willian are a little bit dinged up right now, so they should be back after a little while. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. We'll see. Moving on to the final match of the weekend, you were on the head with this one. Wolves stealing a point against Man U at home, a 1-1 draw. Yeah. Um, Ruben Neves scored a good goal. Anthony Martial scored a good goal. Again, a very even game. Pogba took a penalty in the latter part of the game and missed. And as a manager of a Marcus Rashford in fantasy, he scored a free uh, penalty last week and is a out and out striker. I was kind of pissed off that he took that and missed, but um, we'll show didn't strength. do his run up either. No. No, but Wolves showing strength again against a top six team, and I don't think I mentioned it on last week's podcast. But one of the one of our buddies, Peter and I's buddies, um, asked for a pick, and I said that this game is going to be a tie. So I should have put some money down, but no, one one, good good game, um, fair 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 result for both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Kudos to that, my friend. Let's run through the top six through two weeks. Liverpool and Arsenal sitting atop the league with six points. Let's go, boys. Then we have Manchester City, Manchester United, Brighton, Spurs, Bournemouth, and Sheffield United all sitting on four points. It's looking like the top six is shaping up to be full of the powerhouses again, but we still have Brighton, Bournemouth, and Sheffield in there. And then moving on to the bottom four, we have four teams with zero points through two weeks. That is newly promoted Aston Villa, Newcastle, Southampton, and Watford sitting at bottom of the table. Poor teams. Poor teams. (laughs) Yeah, you could say that. Poor teams there. Well, being said, Jordan... Looking ahead to your big three fixtures, what are you looking forward to next week and why? Well, we'll start off with the early game on Friday. Aston Villa against Everton. Aston Villa 0-2 in their first two games of the season. So they are going to want a result here. Villa fans going to need a result. Need. Everton, again, they're a, a consistently good team. that always put up a fight and... It's going to be a tough game for Villa. I mean, although they're at home, it's going to be tough for them. And then next up, next day, 6.30 a.m. Saturday, Norwich against Chelsea. Chelsea are going to need a win for Frank Lampard's rep, but Norwich playing very well in this last in this last game with, uh, well, backed by a, that hat trick by Timu Puki. So that would be another interesting game. But, I mean, the last game that is going to, Blow out the the rest of the the games is Liverpool against Arsenal, two two of the uh, leaders um, and two rivals in history playing against each other on at eleven thirty a.m. on Saturday. So that is definitely a game that you can be up for, drink some coffee and and watch a good game, watch a good Arsenal win. <laughs> Without a doubt, that is the match of the weekend. I am uh, looking forward to see Everton there on Friday. It's a great opportunity for them to supplant themselves in the top half towards the top of the table. 
like you mentioned, Timu Puki's on fire. Can that struggling Chelsea defense stop them and steals three points? It's just crazy. We need to point out, sorry if you live on the West Coast, you cannot be a Chelsea fan unless you want to get up at 4.30 a.m. to watch this game. That is ridiculous. And then, as you mentioned, the headlining match, Liverpool and Arsenal, the two teams with six points, that is going to be a good one. Excited. I'm excited to see how this Arsenal t- the Arsenal team does against Liverpool. It's going to be a great test for, for my team because everyone's got their hopes up for this season and this is going to be the real first test of this season. And who knows? Who knows what can happen? Mm-hmm. Let's wrap it up with a little bit of news. Yeah. Coutinho finally got his move away from Barcelona to Bayern Munich on loan but with an option to buy. Um, I think this is kind of reminding me of that James Rodriguez kind of saga. I don't know about you. That's exactly what I was thinking with this move. I mean, but... Very similar players. Yeah, exactly. Those kind of smaller central attacker midfielders for um, two of the biggest teams in Spain. Obviously, one for Real Madrid and the other for Barcelona. But is it going to be a good move for him? I hope so. But... I don't. <laughs> no, I think it's a nice pickup by Bayern. I, I don't really understand why Barcelona wanted to get rid of him, though. Yeah, I think either last week or the week before that, I, I think he had, just hasn't settled in there. And the coach doesn't seem to have faith in him to start him. And Coutinho being a renowned player, he's going to want to be on the starting roster. And um, he thinks he can do that at Bayern. The reason why I did say I, I didn't know was because, I mean, James Rodriguez, I haven't really heard much of him recently, and I just don't want the same thing to happen to Coutinho. I agree. What do you think about Ashley Cole? I, oh, I fucking hate Ashley Cole. Ex-Arsenal man who left for Chelsea for more money ends up winning a lot of trophies at Chelsea. Champions League winner. Yeah, didn't get that at Arsenal, I can tell you that, but <laughs> he was also English, so there were times where I was supporting him, but at the same time, I hated him. Not sad, yeah. not sad to see him go. <laughs> yeah, hanging up the boots. Ashley Cole, the English legend. And what do you think about VAR? It's controversial. Um, by the definition of the rules of the game, you know, if you're offside by a margin, you're offside. If a referee doesn't catch something, that's just football, you know, it's the luck of the draw. But there have been certainly a lot of times where I've been pissed off watching Arsenal play or watching England play and seeing a decision go against my team when, in true, it should have been for my team. So it's definitely 50-50. Twitter is the same thing. You You have your advocates, you have people wanting to get rid of it. But what do you think of it? Pretty new. I think I think it's serving its purpose. It's always going to be controversial, but it's kind of nice to have that all-seeing eagle eye, you know, making these types of decisions. So I'm kind of for it. I I do like to, you know, I don't I don't like to take away all of the purity of the game, but I do think this really adds something and can you know 
solve some of those errors that referees make that kind of ruin matches, you know, the hand of God, right. things like that. Exactly. I didn't even mention that. And that was probably one of the the biggest saga in controversial moment in English football history, you know. But mm-hmm. you see in other sports, tennis, basketball, football, they, they all review plays now. And um, it was only a matter of time before soccer kind of entered into that into that genre. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. VAR running its course in the English Premier League. Jordan, you got anything else? No, my friend, just looking forward to, to these matches at the weekend and getting back to you with some reports. Yes, sir. Go watch Liverpool Arsenal this weekend, Saturday, 1130 Central Time. Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time with Jordan Nickel. 36 more to go. 36 more to go. I'm looking forward to it. Love it. Cheers, brother. Cheers, bruv.